everybody, and welcome to a surprising Wild Ride with Steve-O. I wasn't ready for how warm and friendly Chelsea Handler was going to be, because the experience I had with her on her show, I felt like she was tearing me to pieces. And you know what? There are more surprises in store, maybe even a surprise guest. So this is just enlightening, it's refreshing, and it's wonderful. So let's get into it. How's it going, Chelsea? Hi, honey bunny. How are you? <laughs> super good. Super good. And we got everything recording. We're good. We're, we'll dive right into it. We don't, we don't want to waste your time. Okay, let's go, boys. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. This is how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea Handler. Yeah, dude. So good oh, to see yeah, you. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I want you to meet my co-host, Scott Randolph. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Scott Randolph. Up at the front of the van, we've got the gorgeous Paul Brisky. Hi, Chelsea. Nice to meet oh, you. Oh, hi, Paul. See? Are you guys doing this out of a van? Yep. It's the Creepy Van Podcast. Down by the river. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And you saw ice cream. Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, we got all kinds of candy. <laughs> all the good stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, so so what, what an honor. Thank you for doing this. Um, congratulations on your on everything i mean shoot we've both been at it for now we can say decades huh oh my god yeah we're old we're old well we're middle-aged we're yeah. middle-aged we're not quite old and in la well I, th I don't think you're in la are you in la i am i am i'm in hollywood oh, okay well in la you know mid-40s is still young because of everything we can do to take care of ourselves so i just try and focus on that wow um i i, I suppose you know I'm on my second book now, and and uh, I'm under all this like stress because I have to deliver the manuscript on October 15th, and it's a lot of work. And I'm like, oh my god. Um, but the book is sort of my guide to middle age, and as I've worked oh, really? on it, yeah, mm -hmm. as, as I've worked on it, I've arrived at the conclusion that while Father Time is undefeated, some people put up a much better fight than others. Uh, I would say that's true. It's a dog. Well, it, to quote one of my best friends, it's a dog fight. Once you hit 40, everything starts to work against you. So you have to work extra hard to say, fuck off. I'm going to like, you know, thrive. I mean, I have to say at 46, I feel like I am killing it in terms of keeping my shit together, looking good, being healthy. It took me a really long time to get there. But I'm here now, so like, if, if somebody had told me when I was 25 I'd have the body I'd want when I was 45, I wouldn't have believed them, but I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Well, hey, I concur. You look fantastic, as do I. <laughs> as do you. What's your dog's name, Steve? This is Wendy, and I found her on the streets of Peru. Oh, that's where I did ayahuasca was Peru. <laughs> yeah, there were so many dogs there. It was terrible. I'm glad you got one. Where in Peru were you? Uh, we were off. We were at some lodge off of the tributary, like off the Amazon, um, on some big river, and we went to uh, what was it called? Oh, I won't think the of the name. The Blue Morphu Butterfly Experience. Was that what it was called? Yes. No, it wasn't that. But it was called something like Zinkita or Akita. It has Akita at the end. Anyway, we went to a uh, lodge with a shaman who 
uh, yeah, guided us during our, I, I did it for my Netflix documentary, Chelsea Does, which was a series I did. And one was called Chelsea Does Drugs. <coughs> so I just did a bunch of different drugs and they filmed me. And we went to Peru and did the ayahuasca, which was an incredible experience. They warned me, they were like, listen, you know, a lot of people, if you want to film this, like you're going to vomit and a lot of people shit their pants. And I was like, uh, I'm a fucking professional. I'm not going to shit my pants on camera and ruin a great buzz. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> wow. Did and you shit I, your pants? No, I didn't shit my pants. I'm I gotta experienced. Believe, <laughs> I got to believe that if you did shit your pants, that you would have been fairly candid about that. Yeah, I don't keep anything back. I like to give it all. I like to get, I like people depend on me for, you know, being honest. So at least I should deliver that much, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I'm a, Scott and I both are, are recovering alcoholics and drug addicts. And, and we hear a lot about people going to do ayahuasca as like some function of like getting sober. And it seems counterintuitive to us. But uh, they, yeah, they, what they, they describe it like going through hell and then working out all of your demons and you come out. Like, what was it like? It was pretty great. I mean, people do say that. They say you go and then you quit drinking or you quit using. I mean, you know, not everybody. I mean, maybe if that's your intention to do, it can be helpful in that way. Uh, but it was it was just this crazy. It's like you see all these snapshots of your life, but you're not in your life. You're watching it from like, you know, 30,000 feet above. Like it was all these these childhood memories that were real and true, like my dogs from childhood that, you know, I, I didn't even wasn't thinking about but they'd be running on the beach. It would be me and my sister at my parents' summer house and all like we were wearing the bathing suits we wore. So there were scenes Whoa. that have actually happened, but that are so far in the you know recessed part of your brains that you're just not even tapping into that stuff. And so you get to kind of see your life. It's like an iPod shuffle of your life. <laughs> and you're just hearing kind of deep meaning like spiritual kind of lessons about how to behave like mine was about my sister it was like be kinder be gentler to your sister my sister i always kind of you know bullied because she just wasn't ever as motivated or as ambitious as me and it was like your sister's not you and you're not right either so be kinder and nicer to her you know stop trying to get her to be like you you, your your life isn't for everyone and so it had a big impact on me i haven't done it again because of the vomiting you know, and the potential shitting. I'm not yeah. that drawn to that. But yeah, people love ayahuasca. Everyone's doing it now. Wow. That is kind of the thing to do. Was there a point when you did it and you're like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Or were you like, bring it on as soon as you did it? No, I was just really, you know, I have a very good reaction to drugs, psychedelics, any sort of like, I always go in and I just have like an open mind. And I think that's the first thing when you're doing those kinds of drugs. If, you, if you're fear-based and you're scared shitless, that's then you're not going to have a great experience. <laughs> yeah. um, but my shaman did shit his pants, actually, twice during the ceremony. <laughs> Amateur hour. Yeah, and he did not get up to go to the bathroom or leave the room. So... Um, while um, you, while you watch that, you can see the smell permeating through the room, and me in the middle of my trip going, mm, "What is that?" <laughs> Damn! I want to know between the two of us, which one of us has a stronger urge to do ayahuasca after that description? You. <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen you shit yourself. Yeah. Steve. What are you talking about? You, you do, do you have a favorite yes. psychedelic? Steve could shit his pants without ayahuasca. He yeah, doesn't need that. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I was uh, I was talking to my girl, who, by the way, um, doesn't want me to let on how big of a fan of yours she is. She wants me to play Aww. that cool, uh, and she wants you to know that she's um, 
a stylist. She's a, a production designer, a prop stylist, a wardrobe specialist, and um, she and and uh, she told me that that you don't want to have kids, and and neither do we. I got a vasectomy. I absolutely, it's our favorite thing. Um, and, and I tried. <laughs> you, you getting wait? You getting a vasectomy is your favorite thing? It, it, well, yeah. I, I I made a great bit out of it, which I filmed for my new tour called the Vasectomy Olympics, and it's a uh, hump and dump all month long. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> hump and dump. I got it. That's very very romantic too. See, <laughs> that's you. right up your alley. <laughs> Wednesday yeah. hump and dump night. <laughs> right. Uh, and and uh, so she's really excited that we're talking to you. And I told her that I said, you know, I'm, I'm intimidated to talk to Chelsea. I'm going to tell you something else that intimidates me. And I can't believe how hard this is to admit. But I don't get enough greens, man. Veggies, dude. I just feel like, man, I don't want to eat them all the time. But now I found AG1 from Athletic Greens. And dude, I was just open-minded to try this. You can have it on a completely empty stomach, which works great. And when I tried it, I'm like, wait a second, this stuff is delicious. So this is what I do every single morning. I go ahead and fill up a cup because I know I gotta hydrate before I start pounding coffee. And I pound it down. Just to get some just to get some water in there. And then scoop in my AG1 right here. And this is gonna take care of my gut. It's gonna give me, in one serving, all of the, the nutrition, all of the probiotics, all of the vitamins. It's just like a once daily multivitamin that does not destroy my stomach, that tastes great, and gives me all the stuff that I'm not getting enough of. I do this every single morning. And when I'm on tour, I bring my AG1 packets with the once daily. I'm telling you, I think that everybody needs to have this. And if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Stevo, you're going to get five of these daily travel packets, plus an entire year's worth of vitamin D with your first order. I'm telling you, dude, these AG1 packets, they're a lifesaver. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Stevo and get yourself five free packets a year's worth of vitamin D with your first order. And just discover this stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's the fountain of youth. Now, let's talk to Chelsea about being intimidated by her. And she said, she said, why? It's because, well, many, many years ago, I was on her show, and she just tore me apart the whole time. was sort of my experience. And, uh, yeah, I remember... <laughs> I, I don't think that's what happened, Steve. I, I kind of... I, I mean, I don't know. I was probably pretty loaded, but, but uh, I, I think that's kind of what happened. I felt like... But we, which is great, you know. I mean, I think it was funny. I think you did your job fantastically well, and and uh, I just I, I think do you find that people are intimidated by you quite a lot? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Mostly white men are intimidated <laughs> by me. We're shitting our pants over here. Are you guys all shitting your pants <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now? We're about yeah, you fucking yeah. should be. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, no, I find that I don't know why um, strong, confident women can be so intimidating. You know, we're just 
I mean, I think it should be celebrated. You guys should be right. happy that we're independent and that we're fierce instead of being so scared of us. I mean, I don't want to be intimidating. You know, I'm not setting out to be intimidating. I'm just trying to be myself. So when people say, oh, you're scary or you're intimidating, it's like, well, really? That's a bummer to hear. I get it. But, you know, I'm not trying to, um, you know, de I'm not trying to emasculate anyone. I mean, right. some people I am, but definitely not everybody. <laughs> well, that's comforting. That, 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 that's comforting. And not you, Steve-O. I know you need your masculine, masculinity <laughs> and you are masculine, okay? I so from God's, from my mouth to <laughs> God's ears to your lips or however that fucking goes around. I, I don't know that it's a masculinity question. I think it was more of a, you know, like, like a like a dirt bag kind of a thing. <laughs> what you felt like a dirt bag on her show? Kind of, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I think I was a dirt bag. Well, you were so. like, I was probably loaded. What year was it? Uh, well, he said that if I was promoting Doctor Steve. That would have been. I was at my worst in 2007. Yeah, maybe you're just in your head. I yeah. Mean, who knows? I mean, who, who knows? But, we, we, yeah. Well, what do you remember about it, Chelsea? I just remember we had a good time. I don't remember any details, you know? I just remember, oh, like when they said, oh, Steve, do you want to do Steve O's podcast? I go, oh, yeah, I love that guy. Oh, I appreciate it so, so much. Um, so your, your new tour is called Vaccinated and Horny. That's right. I love it. I, I think that's fantastic. Well I think a lot of people are feeling that way, right? You know, we've been in this, this nightmare for two years that isn't ending. Um, and it's starting to open up and we're all able to like go to events and I really want it to be the reason to bring people back together in a fun fucking way, you know, and be like, okay, let's all make fun of the way we behave for the last two years. Um, and let's talk about it and, and have a joyful experience of, of being together in large crowds and laughing again and togetherness, you know, everyone's so pissed off all the time. So it's a really nice time to be a comedian, I think, and get out there. Yeah. Oh man, I, I I'm I'm loving it. And yeah, I'm, I kick it off. I kick it off next week in Cincinnati, and then I'm going to cities all across the country for the next like six months. Um, you can get tickets at chelseahandler.com or Live Nation. But yeah, yeah, I'm really really psyched. It's been fun, and it's gonna continue. Fantastic. And and you're doing like just full blown arenas. Uh, well, so I don't know if they're no, not arenas, big theaters. I think like two thousand seats, three thousand okay. seats. Yeah. Do you, do you travel around yeah. in a tour bus or do you fly everywhere you go or are you, what are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a tour bus. That's not really my jam, but who knows what, who knows what the hell's going to happen. Every time I say I'm not going to do something, I end up doing it. Um, but yeah, I fly around everywhere pretty much. I you mean, go for a weekend and then, you know, if the cities are close enough, you can drive and stuff, but how, yeah, we fly. Um, you said you kick off next week. So how many airplanes have you been on since the pandemic shut down? Oh my God, the airplane situation, the announcements that they have to make at the beginning of flights about passengers keeping their masks above their nose right. and not touching the flight attendants. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like we're living in a real time, like a real live fucking zoo. I mean, flight attendants have to take self-defense classes. <laughs> I talked to a flight attendant yesterday yeah. who was taking karate classes. And I'm like, what, are you fucking Jesus. kidding me? She's like, no, I have to defend myself for people who refuse to put their masks on. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. They have to announce like, and please don't be an asshole on this flight. Like, <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't like, have to yeah. say also, that. Also, if you're not planning on wearing a mask, like at this point in time, you know that it's a requirement. So if you're going to the airport, and intending not to wear a mask, you know that there's a chance you're going to get duct taped to your seat. <laughs> yeah. 
That video of that dude duct taping the passenger. I mean, it's dude, crazy. That, he almost turned into a zombie. He was like flailing. I know. I know. Thrashing. You look at the videos of people screaming on planes about wearing. It's like they've just heard about wearing masks. You know, like they can't believe. <laughs> yeah. It, they're like what? I, I mean, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. And, and um, having that because I was I was on this comedy club grind for like 10 years and it was every week go just groundhog day and the whole thing and you know scott's my tour manager so we would go together but right before the pandemic shut down i, I was on the set of our cool new jackass 4 movie it's jackass forever and i got a call from my agent saying congratulations we don't have to mess around with any more comedy clubs you've graduated to theaters and i'm like yeah and then like the next week, the movie was shut down. The tour was shut down. Like it, all, <laughs> it, it, it was kind kind of a bummer, you know. But what what happened over the you know the subsequent year and a half? We started the podcast. We like got more involved in in all these different areas, and and uh, like uh, the Groundhog's Day was over. It was all like fun, new, exciting, new things. And now that we're back to flying and touring, airports are like 10,000 times more annoying and you have to uh -huh. wear a mask. So dude, we're, we, we're like one weekend, we were begging for a tour bus. Oh no, I know what you mean. It's like the most, you, I mean, I'm like, listen, if there's an, if it's under four hours, drive us from one city to the next, because that even when you are on a plane and you like, there's all this protocol now, right? About cleaning the planes in between flights because of COVID. Yet, for some reason, they're more disgusting than ever. Like if you look sure. under your seat or you look in between your armrest and the, and the window and look down, it's like, you know, somebody had a wafer party three months ago that still hasn't been addressed. So there's not enough sanitation in the world. And yeah, planes are definitely. Also, you know, COVID revealed to us just how dirty we all are and how easily germs spread. You know, I guess you, we could have figured that out on our own. But for a lot of us, I was like, oh, God, I didn't know we were all spreading disease like that. So now when you're on a plane and you see germs and like you see crumbs, you're just like, oh, so um, it's me. always good. It's always good. You guys just to wear a sanitary napkin I, and a diaper. <laughs> I, I uh, am. In a lot of ways, I pride myself on being a dirtbag. That's right, I think the key to keeping your immune system on its toes is to expose yourself to as many germs as possible. And you know what else is really good for you? Water. Who knew, man? The stuff keeps you alive. And maybe you're the kind of person who drinks a lot of soda or diet soda. You know what? That's my dad. And if you switch to liquid death sparkling water like my dad did, you're going to be a lot healthier. Probably lose a bunch of weight. And I just subscribe to drinking this stuff all the time because the more water I drink, the healthier I am. And how about that, man? I feel cool holding this rad tall boy, whether it's my sparkling water or my still mountain water. It's just a great company that's saving the world. How? Well... Let me tell you that plastic is no longer recyclable. I mean, it's destroying the world, plastic. And that's why this stuff is called liquid death, because they're trying to bring death to plastic. These tall boys are infinitely recyclable. Plus, 10% of the profits this company make go to helping rid the world of plastic. Man, come on. This company's great. Water's really good for you. And if you go to liquiddeath.com slash stevo, you get 
all free shipping on every order of water and merch. And their merch is super dope. So come on, man. Support the podcast. Support this awesome company. And get on over to liquiddeath.com slash Stevo for free shipping on all your orders of water and merch. Yeah, dude. Now let's talk more about being a scumbag. I'm the antithesis of a germaphobe. I make a point of, of guzzling tap water in every country I've ever go to. The only, really? Yeah, the, the only continent I've not guzzled tap water in is Antarctica because I've never been there. And they don't have it. And their it's water's frozen. and their water's fucking pretty pure, I think, anyway. Yeah, Antarctica seems like they probably might have the best water. How did that work out for you in Mexico? Mexico, easy. Oh, yeah, really? I, I, in, in Kenya, I got a little bit sick. Uh-huh. Um, and what about, um, where's India. the, oh, India. Have you had it tap water yeah, in India? I think I got through India, no problem. Wow. India, Indo- and I've been, that's pretty impressive. And, and you I, must have some. Yeah. I've been to, uh, what am I up to, 57 countries? You drinking them in every 57 countries? <laughs> you bet. In Peru, you drank <laughs> toilet water. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, dude. I, 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 I in, in Peru, <laughs> I scooped a mug into the toilet and, and, and drank it. If anybody can get get away with that, Steve, it's it's definitely you. So thank you for taking one for the entire team. Yeah, well, thank you. I, um, mean, meanwhile, I'm doing a meet and greet with Steve and washing my hands six times throughout the whole thing, wearing a mask, and he's just, like, ordering more nachos, not washing his hands, <laughs> licking his fingers to get the sauce off of it. <laughs> just, I didn't, and I'm sick more than he is. I don't understand it. Yeah, Steve, I, did, well, obviously he's gotten so many germs in his system that he can fight off anything. Steve, did you get COVID? Um, not that I was aware of, but at one point I randomly, <laughs> I randomly got an antibodies test, which turned up positive. <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably patient number one, and you don't even know it. India tap water. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know because yeah, I, I'm in, I'm in bed with my girl every single night. She didn't have the antibodies. I'm with him every day. He didn't have the antibodies. Paul's my editor. We're shoulder to shoulder in the edit bay constantly, and he didn't have the antibodies. I think I developed the antibodies like, just, I, I'm a mutant. I, I don't know. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Chelsea, you, you're in LA, right? Yeah, well, right now I'm in Albany, so don't be too jealous. But well, yes, I live in L.A. The craziest thing, because I grew up in L.A., and, and you know the L.A. River is not really a river. It's like that wash that washes it's through. It's like a sewer. It's yeah, like a it's sewer. It's like a drought. Steve, it was a, yeah, Steve there's fell not a into lot of water it. in there. Steve fell into it surfing, and he swallowed a couple huge gulps of water. <laughs> and that's the craziest thing I've ever seen happen. Surfing the L.A. River. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a stretch to call that surfing. But uh, in, in any case, I, I've been very deliberate. It, was, it, I, I it think, was more like boogie boarding, Steve. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I think your, uh, your immune system is like a muscle, and you want to work it out to keep it strong. And so that's what I do is I welcome germs. And <laughs> as, as a result, I think I've uh, become pretty bulletproof. Yeah, it sounds like you're you've beat the system. So way to go. <laughs> yeah. Um so so there's so, there's so much fun and exciting stuff to to talk to you about. Like you're, you're very outspoken about political stuff. You don't shy away from it. Well, I feel like if you don't fucking say something, then you're just a big pussy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like if you don't have a strong opinions about stuff and you don't stand up for what you believe in, then what's the point? Exactly. I think that there is a, a contingent of the population that has a valid point when they say they don't really want to hear 
like a lot of celebrities weighing in on politics and and morality. But I think you've earned yourself uh, an exception seat to that rule. I think that when you speak up that that it is valid, that, that it is worth listening to. Well, I appreciate that. And I also think, you know, when people say that, it's like, what, what, because I'm successful, I don't get to weigh in on that because I, I pay taxes. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, just because you're a celebrity and you make a good living doesn't mean you're, that precludes you or excludes you from having a political opinion. I'm a voter. I get to express my views just like any other fucking person. So right. anybody who says we don't want to hear from celebrities or tells LeBron James to shut up and dribble is is an idiot too. It's not like we're not members of society. Right. We just have bigger platforms, so it becomes a little bit louder. So yes, I don't ever feel anything um, I'm regretful about, you know, sounding off. I love it. You know, I, I shove shit up my ass for a living, and and I have an opinion too. I pay taxes. Any fucking asshole uh, can become a parent. I mean, you got to get a license to catch a fish. You, you got to get a license to to do anything, but you don't have to get a license to become a parent. Can we like maybe put something in place to prevent fuck faces from having kids? Yeah, it would be great if men had to get vasectomies and then undo them when they were ready to have a child. Correct. Because then that process would be, you know, a big barrier of entry. Like you did, perfect right. poster child. You could do an ad for vasectomies. And then if you haven't already, which you probably have... <laughs> And then when they are really serious and men decide, yeah, you know what? I do want to have a child. Then they can reverse that vasectomy right. and go for it. Get a circumcision and a vasectomy when you're born. I think so. And I'll take it one step further because the vasectomy, all they're doing is cutting the tube, which delivers the sperm from the balls to the wiener. They, they, uh -huh. they, they, they disrupt that, that delivery. And then after you cut that tube, you don't have to put the tube back together. You don't have to, to reverse the vasectomy. All you have to do is extract the semen from the balls. It's still being produced in the balls. It's just not coming out the wiener. And that does mean that you have to get a needle like in, injected into your balls, which is definitely not gonna be the most comfortable thing, which reserves parenthood for people who really want it. Exactly, you, know, you, you should, I agree with you. You should work really extra fucking hard if you want a baby. You don't just get to have sex and be like, oh, I didn't wanna be a father. It's like, well, why don't you decide when you wanna be a father and then you can go through exactly. all those motions you mentioned. Yeah, and, and, and women, like childbirth is the most like painful fucking thing ever. Like, and guys just skate by and guys should have to have a big ass needle in their balls, you know, if they wanna have kids. Yeah, I mean, balls are, yeah, I think balls are ripe for being poked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love it. And um, so your, your nudity is great. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition. Yeah. Just, just going to say, Very like, well, yeah, we were, we, 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 Free we, the were, nipple. we were Googling you. I loved you. You mentioned that you vote and, and with your I voted stickers on your nipples. That was great. Yeah, well, I take, yeah, I take voting and my nipples very seriously, but I like to do an annual ski video each year on my birthday where I, I have a place in Whistler, Canada, because I love to ski. So I go there for winter and then I, um, like a white person, I winter in Whistler and I like to, on my birthday, ski down the mountain topless with a margarita and a joint just to remind women that they have choices to make in life. And if you make the right ones, you can do what I do. Hmm, I nice. love it. I, I, I love it. With freeing the female nipple, like, where is the opposition? Because I don't, 
you know, most men are like, yeah, walk around topless for sure. And most women are like, why can't I walk around topless? Like who, who's against yeah. it? I don't even and know. Like, and why can gross men walk around topless? They're not even, their breasts can't even feed. A, like, we can feed, we can feed a human being. Right. You have we these can, magical you know, things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for we it. should be celebrating that. And instead we have to see fat fucks walking around with their shirts off running through the city. It's like, I want to run around with my shirt off. Well, I don't because it's painful, but I want to walk around with my shirt off. You know sure. what I mean? Some of these men have bigger tits than women and they're, they're fine. I know, I know. And those I are disgusting. I, 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 I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I, I, I had a bit. That I, that I really am proud of where I decided since women can paint their boobs and walk around as if like nothing's wrong then I should be able to paint my dick and do whatever I want well, I mean, you're getting ahead of yourself because women <laughs> painting their boobs isn't, that's okay in like San Francisco and another city. It's still not a universal thing. So I think you have to, out of respect for women, Steve, wait until we're able to all just be painted topless and whatever, and then you can introduce your balls to the situation. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I, I, I went ahead and did it. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was pretty right awesome. Now? Well, no, it was, it, it was yeah, pretty awesome. He's his pants on. Yeah, we, we, I made a, 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 a hardcore cyclist suit with my spandex shirt and, and like the helmet and the bike and everything, but we just painted on the shorts. And then I went riding the bicycle around and crashing it in front of random dudes on the sidewalk so that they would see me crash and come over and reach their hand out to, to help me up and find my, my schlong. Oh, yeah. How is that? Well, yeah, that's a great system that you put into place. Were they able to grip that as like a handlebar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty awesome until we, we, we were pretty careful to avoid women and children. You know, like we scouted. I was in the car and it was just the bike was on a rack and I would jump out and grab on the bike. And but at one point I got out of the car to grab the bike and there was like a whole little kid soccer team getting out of a van or something right next to us and i'm just like okay guys we're we're, we're gonna wrap this one early yeah it's tricky <laughs> when there are kids around right that's yeah. always a buzzkill. <laughs> you know what else do we, we filmed that bit like the very week that louis ck had his uh bad week <laughs> oh yeah when he we found out was masturbating in front of random yeah. people. It was a rough time to, to be breaking out your dog in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, man, you know, that's me. Yeah, that's you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, dude, I, I was on Joe Coy's podcast just like a week or two ago. You were? Yeah. And so I. Can, oh, my. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I know that I'm not trying to, like, say anything that we haven't seen on TMZ. Like, and I just want to, to tell you that, that the joy you've expressed for your new relationship, I completely understand because Joe Coy and I, I would say, fell in love with each other. Just like Joe, yeah. come here. <laughs> Rad. I'm on the, I'm on Steve O's podcast. He said you, he was on your podcast a couple weeks ago. Come say hi. He's oh, like, wow. He's like, who? <laughs> I just got done servicing him. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, How you doing, bro? Steve-O. Dude, I just told Chelsea that you and I fell in love with each other a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. 
Steve, you're brilliant, man. Dude, what, I love what a, you. What a rad time. And I just can't speak highly enough of you. And I told Chelsea that I completely understand why she has expressed so much joy for her new relationship with you. Oh, it makes, oh you're the best, man. It makes perfect sense to me. Now, since I have you together, I saw it. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Got him. That's, that's how you set him up, huh? <laughs> that's Got the him. lob? Okay. That's the lob, huh? Don't okay. go just yet now, Joe. <laughs> I saw you on TMZ yesterday. They asked you guys both which of, which of you is funnier. And you yeah. were very gentlemanly. You jumped up very quickly to say Chelsea is funnier. Oh, but, but that's the truth, though. She is. Okay. Well, I, I, I submit to you that comedy is very subjective. So that's a matter yeah. of opinion. Some people are going to think you're funnier. Okay? Yeah, well, obviously, Steve, you fucking do because you're bringing this up. But what is not subjective is numbers. So which one of you is richer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, to, we have to bring it. We have to compare our bank accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't yeah. done that yet. I mean, it's a new relationship, so we really haven't <laughs> done it, that kind of... We don't have spreadsheet information yet. If, uh, if, if you were to believe celebrity net worth stuff, which is just so, like, hilariously wrong, like, 98% of the time, then Chelsea is, is is considerably more wealthy. But okay, since we're, we went from jokes to, to, to money. <laughs> hey man, right, hey, what, this is Steve. Steve was like, I know who's funnier. It's the person with the most money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but but Joe, I think they're super light on you, man. I think that they've really grossly underestimated you. They they they, yeah. they haven't seen where you're going. If you're comparing the size of venues that you guys are going to on tour, then Joe got it by a mile yeah he is playing bigger venues that's for sure yeah he is and that's why he's working this weekend so he can start saving money so he can have as much as i do yeah now i gotta say I'm, I'm, i think I'm, I'm visibly blushing i'm i'm embarrassed for having put you guys through that and uh and i'm, I'm gonna stop i i, I just i i love i had such a wonderful time with you joe Where's your dog? Chelsea wants to see your right dog. Here. Oh, I didn't see her. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, dude. I don't do much without Wendy. Wendy from Aww. Peru. And you know, you said that it was sad that there are dogs everywhere in Peru, but I judge com countries. I judge them based on the, the situation that I see the street dogs in. And they're doing pretty well for themselves in Peru. Are they? Right. Then why I, did you take Wendy? Because I loved her. <laughs> I wasn't trying to help her. I, I, I found myself uh, extremely um, needy for her. Like, I, like, it was a purely selfish move. She's so wonderful. Well, it seems like you guys have a very strong connection from the way her head is in your lap. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Making your tattooed balls. Okay. <laughs> he was talking about that earlier. Painted oh. balls. Yeah, yeah, with, with, the, with the, the whole bit. So, yeah, man, like... How, how much are you guys going to be able to see each other if you're both on separate tours? I'll fly to her when she's off. Well, I'll fly to her when I'm off and she'll do the same. We're here right now for his weekend. He's performing all weekend, so uh, we're doing that. And then I start back up next weekend. And then we're both on tour for the next for, for the foreseeable future. So Mondays, yeah. Tuesdays, and Wednesdays are our days. <laughs> nice. Dude, epic. And, and what's your position on airports, Joe? What again? Your position on airports. Chelsea doesn't seem phased by... Uh, we're over here begging for tour buses. Yeah, Steve hates them. 
I, I can yeah, Joe loves his it. Joe's on a tour bus too. We flew into New York, but then we took the tour bus up to Albany. Yeah. Joe loves taking buses. I love it. Loves yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I like getting harassed like every three feet in an airport while you're wearing a mask, you know, so that, ugh. Awful. But we do that. We do a different type of service, though, where you just they walk you right to the back. You don't do that, mm, Steve. That why private. are you going through? Why, why are you going through general population, Steve? Dude, are you your concierge key? Yeah. What a good what a good move for you to do, Steve, at an airport is wear your mask, wear your glasses. They'll fog up, and then you can act like you can't see anything. Yeah, we tried that one time. We went to Comic Con, and he was like, "I'm going to dress up like a stormtrooper." And he went in there like dressed like a stormtrooper, and five thousand people wanted to take photos with the stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere we went, we stopped and took photos with the stormtrooper. Yeah, man, so, so great. Okay, my girl told me that you know, and, and I heard about the whole you know dynamic with Joe on on uh, your Chelsea Lately show, and and Joe was supposed to be the sidekick, but he said, "Oh, I don't want to be the sidekick," and and you went off on him. Ah, you blew it, like. You yeah, know, by the way, I don't remember that story at all. That's a story that he tells that right. I have no recollection of. I don't remember ever asking you to be my sidekick on that show. Nice. So that's one of the figments of your imagination. Well, that's going to that's gonna really fuck my story. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And then the story goes on that you hey, let's really... Remember, hey, let's just put it this way, Steve. There's a lot of things in her past that she doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, let's not blame that on memory. Let's just blame that on okay. social... Right. I've forgotten more than some of you will ever remember. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> I, 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 I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. But but I trust my girl. My girl said that, that Joe was very regular on your show and that you were particularly harsh to Joe out of anybody on the show, that you would really tear him apart, make fun of him the whole time. And uh, I, I thought... That was I thought that was interesting. It's like like uh, like when we're kids, like we're really mean yeah. to the person that we like. Hey, Steve. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been saying. Right. Yeah. We call it. The so basically, what you're saying is she had a crush on me. Yeah. During exactly. the show, is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think it was. That's like, what I've been saying. I think it was. She just, doesn't remember. Yeah, is it true, Chelsea? Do you she remember? remember. <laughs> I don't even remember that I did a show called Chelsea Lately. <laughs> <laughs> she saw it in an ayahuasca trip, and that's it. <laughs> I, I just pressed reset when I did ayahuasca, and everything yeah. started from there. It was an iPod shuffle memory that just went in the trash. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I spoke my first words in Portuguese because after being born in England, I moved to Brazil when I was six months old. And uh, then I spoke Spanish when I was two, and then I moved to America when I was four. F learned three languages by the age of three, forgot two of them completely by the age of five. But when I was in summer camp at 11 years old, they said I was speaking Portuguese in my sleep. Wow. So everything that ever happens is very much in there. We don't necessarily yeah. have access to it, but it makes sense to me that when you do the ayahuasca trip, that you like get access to all of these details, which you would never otherwise ever. Yeah, you'd be speaking fluent in all three languages, probably. probably. Great. I mean, what an honor, and and I can't even believe this. You guys, I'm, I'm reasonably sure, have blessed us with like, with like crazy stories picked up by this or that. I mean, wow. I mean, just making our podcast a big deal. And speaking of them, Chelsea. Is this where, I think this is the first time you and I have done anything is with Steve-O. Other than the TMZ people catching you. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, Joe called ahead to make sure that they were outside. Called <laughs> yeah. Charlie. Yeah. He loves TMZ. He yeah. Loves he can't get enough of that shit. Yeah, I let them know. I, I love that so much. But, but you've got your, your new podcast. Season two is going to be starting up soon. Let, let's let's promote that. Let's promote Oh, yeah. Joe's. Dear Chelsea, season two is premier, uh, premieres next week or the week after. Yeah, that's fun. I give lots of unsolicited. No, I give a lot of solicited advice. Since I spent my whole career giving unsolicited advice, I figured, why not have people ask me real questions? And then I can just guide them through life, you know, with a little extra oomph. Some people just need a little shove in the right direction, if you know what I mean. Yeah. For, for sure, I, I I couldn't agree more. So so, uh, dear Chelsea is the podcast. Get ready for it. And then what's your podcast, week. Honey Bunny? The Koi Pond. The Koi Pond. The, the, the Koi Pond. Get it? <laughs> Absolutely. And and we're done being koi. Yeah, we are. We are. We're I'm done. glad we came out on Steve O's podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> an exclusive. Yeah. Oh my god. I was actually gonna do this. I was actually gonna come out and tell the world about this. Dressed up as a stormtrooper. <laughs> that won't fucking work either. Right. Oh, it, it's it's fantastic. And so uh, tickets for both of you, it's, it's Joe, JoeCoy.com for tickets yeah. to your tour. ChelseaHandler.com yeah. for tickets to your tour. Your Instagram handles, all the social media are just your names. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. So let's follow, let's follow you guys on social media. Let's get tickets to your tours. Let's listen to your podcasts. And let's make sure that we have all five of Chelsea's best-selling books. Yeah. I think it's six, Steve, okay? Oh, yeah? Six? Yeah, Fuck. six. Damn. You're worried about that's, number two. That's seis in Spanish. Oh, yeah, that's seis. <laughs> yeah. There Dude, you go. That's, I think that's even uh, in Portuguese. It, it, it's amazing. I... I, I I, I love you guys both. I love you together. I admire you. I respect you. I'm honored to know you. And thank you so much for this wonderful time with you. Oh, thanks, guys. Nice seeing you. Yeah, love dudes. you, Steve. For sure. Bye, love guys. you too, See man. Ya. Right Bye. on, guys. Awesome. guys. Thank you. Bye. Amazing. Bye. How about that, dudes? I'm telling you, Chelsea Handler, she's amazing. My girl loves her. And I'll tell you a little secret my uh, girl is going to be on the podcast. It's a big, big deal. We've uh, taken our relationship to. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Thank you, guys. It's uh, it's crazy, dude. It's a wild ride. We're we're still going. We're still riding. It's awesome. Thank you for being here. I love you. Woo.